This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about smuggling. Now, smuggling, it's kind of a quandary because there's moral issues. There's, you know, I mean, obviously in, in today's world and society, it's not really a, a moral or appropriate thing. However, you may not live where I live. You may live outside you know, in countries where things are a little more questionable. Uh-huh. And also, our world may not always be the same. Um, it It's a quandary. Um, I, I mean, you guys know I'm, I'm fairly uh, libertarian. Um, Atlas Shrugged, that kind of thing. I don't know if you remember, there was that character, Ragnar Denishald. He was the uh, pirate. Okay. And always had the ships and was out. Mm-hmm. And basically the government would uh, tax the people and then send relief off to all over the place. Mm-hmm. And he'd go and steal it and take it back and take it from the people who were taxed, mm-hmm. basically. Um, you know, uh, when you think of uh, maybe not quite smuggling, but to help make my point with the moral issue here, think of Robin Hood. Now, Robin Hood said he was taking from the rich and giving to the poor. I kind of like to go the other way on that. And here's what I mean. I like to take the people who are taking from the producers and just giving it to everybody who doesn't do anything. I don't have a big quandary with taking that back. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, that would but be I think Robin Hood was more of a socialist. Mm-hmm. He was no, just taking it from point. poor people. No, that was my point. Robin Hood was the bad guy. There's no scenario where he was really the, because uh, yeah, no. Um, so I don't know. That's my Kevin uh, Costner, worst Robin Hood ever. Was he? Terrible. You're willing to go on the record yeah. for that? Now, any thoughts on Brian Adams or anything? No, no, no I'm I'm gonna let that. You're let gonna that let lie. that lie. All right. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's really my take on that. I just. Here, here's the way I see it. Like, obviously, if we live in a uh, a civilized Christian world, we'll say, right? There's a moral code. It's not right to steal from your neighbor. It's not right to cheat from your your government. It's not right to do any of these things. You know, Jesus. They said, "Oh, what do we do about paying taxes?" You know, it's not right. And you know, he had the whole coin thing and give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Honestly, I never really put that much thought into that one. I'm not sure. Maybe he had some darker meaning and whatever. Yeah, I think there's a deeper meaning to that, I, but I don't sure think we need to get into there. it. But here's also what I'd say. 
the reason I guess we wanted to cover this topic for the podcast is imagine a world where uh, the uh, the like all right, say you're a Christian moral guy, right? You have mm-hmm. Christian morals, you believe the Bible, you think that end times are coming, and the only way you're going to get uh, goods are if you take this mark of the beast, right? Mm-hmm. In that world, is it not moral to, uh, you know, basically take from the people locking you out and whatever? Is that immoral? I mean, that's something you need to kind of think about and, and decide on your own there. Um now, in the world we have, obviously, some people, now, not me, of course, might think that the government is corrupt. Mm-hmm. You probably have never had that thought, but I, I mean, I'm I just don't... saying some people have, have said this kind of thing. Okay. Um, if you were to believe the government is corrupt, now, I find as soon as you start making compromises, as soon as you believe, you know what? My government's corrupt, so it doesn't matter if I steal from, cheat the government, don't pay my taxes, mm-hmm. or I don't, uh, you know, do whatever. You cut corners wherever. I steal whatever from, you know, the power company because screw the man or whatever it is you believe. As soon as you start making these compromises, you've kind of given up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you need to draw a line where what is too far. You know, but to just live your life kind of in between where I take the benefits of the world and the society, mm-hmm. but I don't want to pay and contribute. Right. You're the problem. Right. You don't vote and then you bitch about the, the government you get. And that and, you know, whatever. But, I mean, we have to play inside the system in the world that we're in as long as we are now. Does that mean I'm not going to grow my own food so I can maybe not pay tax on what I eat because... I grow my own and I don't go through the system in the man. Maybe that's a part of being self-reliant and why we look that way. Right. You know, maybe you find alternative ways that are both inside the parameters of, you know, society, mm-hmm. whatever. So with all that said, now let's talk about some cool stuff. All right. All right. Or did you have any? Uh, no, I, I have no moral issues. No uh, moral with issues. Smuggling You're good. Or breaking the law. In now, any way, but even though we're reasonably libertarian, we're not down for smuggling cocaine over the border all day long. Yeah. Although we are going to talk about some fun stories that uh, might mm-hmm. relate to that. Um, now, you have some kind of list of the top smuggled items. Top smuggled items. Tell yeah. me about that. Um, now, number five is gold. I like. Gold. I did not. I did not realize that gold was such a, a commodity. But apparently, in India, there's a big uh, craze for importing gold. A lot of people are really into it, so there's a high tax on it. Mm. So what they're doing is uh, making a uh, seed size uh, gold pieces and sticking them into dates and smuggling them through. And that was a big, uh, big one that got busted. Put it in your tooth. Yeah, another whatever. guy got uh, got deathly ill because he was swallowing gold bars. And I didn't know that can poison you, but apparently not a good idea. No? Okay. Um, number number two, or number one is, is it's a tie. It's between smuggling people. Now, that includes uh, sex traffic. That includes uh, illegal immigrants smuggled over the border. Um, that includes a lot of things. The other one is, is uh, grapes. Um, if you've ever been to a beach in Europe, you know those Speedos, man. They're smuggling grapes. It is... It is not right. That is one I don't approve of. You know, I think you only get one dad joke per uh, episode. All right. Uh, I'll let that go. You may have just blown it. All right. So the other ones on the list here are uh, drugs, illegal weapons, exotic animals. Apparently, uh, people, there's a big thing for... Uh, I've heard that. Yeah. Endangered species, things like that. And was that number one? What are, no, number one is is uh, people. Oh, people, people. Okay. But no, that it's not includes a lot of different. Putting the diamonds up the butt. Wasn't there a movie with like Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, I don't, I don't know about the diamonds in the butt thing. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on it. Um, Blood diamonds or something. I don't know what it was. Butt diamonds mm-hmm. or I don't know what they called it. Um, all right. So some other things on the list are um, uh, the white slave trade trade. Now, when I say white slave trade, what I really mean is sex trafficking. Mm. You don't have to be white to be uh, no. sex trafficked. Um, tobacco. 
Mm. Big one. No, wait, can I, I just stop you right there? The sex trafficking? Mm-hmm. I saw a little meme on the, the uh, Facebook there, and there's some picture of some veteran, whatever, and they're like, oh, now he's a full, you know, this guy's a badass because he's a full-time fighting sex trafficking, mm-hmm. and he only had one eye, and his right eye had the Captain America shield in there Ooh, instead. Ooh, nice. Now, my wife was like, well, wouldn't that give it away that you're a good guy? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, that's just badass. That's just what badass. That is. No. Yep. Now, it looked a little creepy. Like, he was kind of looking two different directions. It kind of freaked little me creepy, out. little creepy, yeah. But the idea is fucking badass. I so like it. I like it. I kind of want to pluck one of my eyes out now. Exactly. I, I've been hearing about that kind of thing that... You know, you can enhance your abilities. Right. And even though you might only have one eye, I'm thinking Captain America It gives eye. you powers. It's going to give you powers. <laughs> that's that's still an enhancement, you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on. Uh, so I was looking at the um, tobacco smuggling. They said in uh, the United States right now, you could go to certain states, fill up, fill up a tractor trailer with cigarettes, take it to other certain states, and sell them without paying the taxes, and you can make two million dollars per tractor trailer of Holy cigarettes. Holy crap! Just in the in the markup. Now, they I've have heard about states. local delis that do that kind yeah. of thing. Oh yeah, little you know they mm-hmm. slid, slide you the pack that just doesn't have the tax stamp. Yeah, I, I think uh, some stories. If I'm right, I think it's Kentucky and North Carolina. You can still buy Virginia. major brands of cigarettes for about nineteen ninety nine a carton. So I mean that's now I remember the Navy, uh the duty free shop is like mm-hmm. ten fifty a carton. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. Yeah. And in New York State, I think uh well what are we, 100 somebody, bucks a hundred a friend of mine just bought uh just bought a pack of cigarettes in Manhattan, twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. That's a dollar a cigarette they're charging in Manhattan. Now New York State I think they're charging nope. about just over ten dollars a pack, so that's um yeah, it's carton. about a hundred carton. That's what I've heard. But uh, now, why are you not rolling your own cigarettes at this point is what I want to know. I don't know. You can get them, you can get tobacco from the Indian reservations, but also that's against the law. It is. It is. You can do it, but when you buy it, you're smuggling those cigarettes. Oh, my Lord. That's completely appropriate for We're this talking topic. about that right now. In New York, we're not allowed to have firecrackers that go off the ground. We mm-hmm. only got... Like sparklers, just like two years ago. Yeah, I mean we're hey we're, we're we're easing into it, but if I drive to Pennsylvania, get some cool fireworks, and come back, smuggling, smuggling. That's what's happening right here. Obviously, I would not do that because a man of uh of your moral standing moral would never standard. do something like that. Exactly. I understand that. All right, so um, we're on the same page now. One of the other big uh. Big traffic things is alcohol, and you don't think about it so much anymore because obviously it was a big part of our history. But it's uh, it's not something anybody does anymore in the United States. But there's a lot of countries in the world where that still is a big, uh, you know, a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the Middle East, yeah, they're not supposed to drink alcohol, and it's against the law in those countries. But okay. that doesn't mean nobody ever drinks alcohol there. Really. I really? find that shocking. It should be shocking. All right. Now, so most of the re- the reason that somebody is going to smuggle is going to be uh, evading taxes okay. or breaking law, using some sort of uh, illicit substance. Now, I was maybe – now, I, I think you're 100% right, and I think that is 98% mm-hmm. of the smuggling is to avoid taxes or to bring illegal products from right. one place to another. Now – like I said, I was kind of hoping in the world of, you know, we talked about uh, guerrilla warfare and sabotage. Right. Various, you know, episodes in the past. These are why I kind of want to bring these things to, like, give people some ideas, get the thoughts stirring. is because I want you to be like, hey, you know, I heard of people doing this. I heard of people doing that. And you might be able to not smuggle drugs. That's not what I'm going for. Right. You might be able to, uh, you know, get supplies or... Remove, uh, you know, get information that maybe will help the right moral people that you're trying to help out. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for. Right. So uh, now there's there's three basic types of, of smugglers here. Okay. Um, 
Now, this is from officially Wikipedia. This is Wikipedia. This All isn't right. anything uh, serious, but they call it phase one. Phase one smuggler is usually a person that smuggles um, to meet their own needs and perhaps enough to sell uh, to cover their own expenses. Okay. Uh, they're the ones that are My most— heroin habit. The, yeah, these are the people that, okay. are, that, are, that are usually the, the ones that are caught, right? These are the, these are, um, the drug mules. These are people that are um, maybe hired by more professional smugglers to try and go through and see you know, where Test the weaknesses uh, is, yep. are. Yep. Um, sometimes professional smugglers will use a phase one smuggler to test security. So a drug mule, you know, somebody that, you know, is sticking uh, balloons of heroin up their butt, that's that's phase one. That's that's the, the low guy. I always see these movies with these sick little girls on buses, and uh-huh. it's not pretty. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see sticking the condom yeah. with cocaine when or you, whatever. Yeah, when you swallow those and, condoms and yeah. it bursts inside you, and then you have, like, a really exciting hyper death. <laughs> It doesn't sound. <laughs> it doesn't usually work out well. Yeah, it's not. It's not the one that that's the the winner right. here. Uh, phase two, it's usually uh, an organized group with a shared value system. Okay. So either it's a group of friends uh, trying to you know smuggle this and that in to the country or across borders, or it's a group of people that may not even know each other, but find themselves in a similar situation like uh, baggage handlers. Oh, uh, things yeah. like that. Um, now there's three types of of structures involved in this. So there's a the first one is is people with limited experience and limited connections. It's just some somebody that's you know trying to move a truckload of cigarettes up to a, a different state. Right. You know that's what you got there. Or it could be a, a legitimate company that uses smuggling cover expenses. Say. Um, you know, they provide a service, but part of that service or product has a high tax or a, something like that on it, and they smuggle to uh, lower their, their costs. Um, number type three is large companies that use opportunities of their business to smuggle, such as airline companies, uh, shipping companies, you know, trucking companies like that. Can't imagine, right? Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. phase three is the last one, smuggling. These are usually formed for the sole purpose of smuggling. Uh, they're usually run by experienced smugglers, um, and they're usually divided into like hierarchies of systems, like uh, you know, um, uh, counterintelligence, logistics, bribes. This is like Pablo Escobar. The, yeah, the, and, yep. We're talking yeah. about the the drug cartels when we're talking about uh, a phase three smuggler. All right. Now. Do you want to uh, get into some uh, some of the history of smuggling? Did you I, uh, have some something about that? A lot that? of like pirates and, and excitement there. Let's, let's talk about some of that. You want to talk about privateers and, right, and whatnot? I do have some thoughts about uh, U.S. border stuff. Now, we did have a guy approach us a while back about uh, promoting a uh, show locked up abroad that was a doing they were doing a podcast i know right. there's a tv show whatever right this was the same and same sort of uh thing somehow they were dysfunctional and couldn't communicate and i just was like you're an idiot i don't want to waste my time right but when they approached us i checked it out and listened to their podcast which is probably what they wanted all along i don't know mm-hmm. they were like we got one listener we're in <laughs> um but uh and it was all about, you know, this guy's like, yeah, I just tuck it in my jeans. Oh, I think he made a cast okay, on his leg, and he would just fill this thing with, you know, drugs. Mm-hmm. And just the novice. And once he got away with it the one time, though, he was like, this is my new thing. And then he's right. like doing it on the daily and just getting sloppier and sloppier. And you read about this guy getting away with it, and it just blows your mind because it's like, He's so inept, right. you know, I mean, just so haphazard. And then you see these big elaborate things, you know, getting, mm-hmm. getting, getting busted. busted. But anyway, let's talk about some pirates for a minute. Now, there were a couple of guys in, and man, I, it's hard to even put them all in order, but uh, of who, you know, is the right guy. But uh, there was a guy, Francos, 
I'm going to butcher this guy's name. It's French people. I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. You, you get so a pass on We're going to say Francos Alanis. Okay. Or something like that. All right. He hated Spain. Let okay. me tell you, this guy does not like Spain. Apparently, early in his uh, like pirate days when he's hanging out with fellow pirates, you know, going around going, arg, there's pirates, there's Parrots, uh, parrots and, on his shoulder, okay. you know, drinking pirate, rum, pirate stuff. you know, man things, yeah. right? So, the, apparently, the Spanish uh, raiders almost killed him. Mm-hmm. And you know how, like Hitler had his un, you know, unreasonable obsession with the Jews because uh, he didn't like Jewish prostitutes or something. Yeah, the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He, this guy was like, "That's it, the Spanish are done." So, he ends up. Going on like an anti-Spain rampage. Okay. And he's like, I'm going to be full on. And he let him know. He's like, look, um, I'm going to behead everyone in the crew of every Spanish ship I find, except for one guy who I'm going to have go back and tell everybody. That's some, you know, yeah, hey, that's some badass I'm a shit. badass, yeah. right? <laughs> so he gets the reputation. He ends up building up. He's got eight ships. Hundreds of guys. He just terrorizes the coast of South America and, you know, all the Spanish ships back and right, forth. Right. And just ransacking and he's killing it, right? So he tortures everybody. So finally, Spain's like, screw this. We're going to get this guy. They send, you know, a big freaking armada. And I guess he ends up, <laughs> he ends up, uh, Getting like cornered, he gets captured by one guy. Finally, he overtakes him, and he's got he ends up having like 10 Spanish prisoners. He cuts out the dude's heart in order to get the other ones, and he eats it. He just freaking goes to town, you know, eating this guy's heart. Yeah, but and he's like, Look, if you don't tell me where they're gonna be, all the other ships. The same thing's going to happen to all you guys. Mm-hmm. And you know he's going to kill them all anyway. So, right. I mean, I what don't know the why they're... difference about yeah. whether you get killed and oh, have your heart eaten heart. or not? And they're all like, whoa, dude, you know what? <laughs> You're right. And they tell him and he gets away. And I guess he killed a lot of, like, uh, Portuguese, but what's the difference? Spanish, Portuguese. Yeah. I, I don't even know if they're two different places. So <laughs> yeah, no, they're very different, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> they look the same, so yeah. that's probably enough for him. Now, then is a... Uh, you know, a uh, man, I can't can't think tonight. But uh, John Lafitte, New Orleans. Uh huh. Sure. That guy, right? Now, I thought I knew about him. I took some tours in New Orleans, and they mm-hmm. were like, "Let us tell you about John Lafitte, and he's great." Right. And you know, there were some cool things because this guy actually loved America. Yeah. No, he like, was very he, uh... very pro American and very much. A big part of we may would maybe still be a British colony if it wasn't for John Lafitte. But so anyway, even though he was a Frenchman, he was a true like pirate king. So this guy had his own pirate island in Louisiana. He'd capture ships and smuggle stolen stuff. Now he was cool because he would not touch an American ship. All right. He only uh went after people coming in. Um, he, uh, he was so successful, they said, that the governor of Louisiana offered a $300 bounty for his capture, which was greater than the national budget at the time. So that, that's a lot of money. Um, and he's like, yeah, $300, uh, bounty. So he put out a thousand dollar bounty on the governor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's a badass. Um, but he also like. So he was such a badass, the British went and approached him and said, look, we, uh, we'll we give you a complete pardon from the King of England, mm-hmm. and you come and help us raid the Americans and take them out and whatever. And he's like, yeah, give me a day to think about it. Went back, told the Americans, said, whoa, the British are right here. This is what they want to do, and these are all their plans. And the Americans were like, yeah, dude, you're a pirate. And they locked his ass up. Mm-hmm. And that's how we roll, you know. But then it was actually Jackson that came along and was like, hey, you know what? He's pretty cool. We like him. We actually need his help. 
and they ended up getting them, you know, worked out. And you guys maybe know the rest of the story. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If not, whatever. Another guy. Now, this guy's a badass, too. Stephen Decatur. Okay. Now, he actually was a U.S. Naval officer. Mm-hmm. But he's just so badass, we're going to talk about him anyway. So, he's the youngest guy to reach captain in the history of the Navy. And he's just badass. So... He uh, was the first American celebrated as a national military hero who didn't play a role in the American Revolution, right? Because he came a little bit later. Um, He was actually on the $20 notes when we had, like, silver and gold notes. Okay, He's kind of a badass. So here's what he did. He would basically do these, like, epic bloody sea raids. Um. When the USS Philadelphia was captured in Tripoli by pirates in 1803, mm-hmm. Decatur's 25 years old. He grabs a group of like 10 guys, disguised them as Maltese sailors, infiltrates the enemy harbor armed with swords and pikes. Now, I don't even know what the pikes pike are. pike is a spear. Spear? Mm-hmm. All right. And they go in, they slaughter the entire crew, and they set the ships all on fire. And just so the pirates, you know, are screwed and whatever. There was a guy, Admiral Horatio Nelson, um, who had his arm removed so that way he could keep fighting. So this guy's also a badass. All right. Called the raid the most bloody and disturbing and daring act of the age. Um, Then they end up, uh, he ends up, well, all right. So bottom line. Goes in, kicks ass. He's a badass. I got one more. All right. Maybe you don't like my pirate stories. I don't know. I love pirate stories. All right. right. So there's this guy, Hornigold. Now, Blackbeard was actually one of the pirates this guy trained and started out. And then Blackbeard goes and becomes the most famous guy, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he decides this guy's a wuss anyway. Mm -hmm. But Hornigold started out in the Bahamas where he had four canoes, and that was it. You're a badass if you can work your way up from canoes to a fleet of pirate ships. Mm-hmm. You're a badass. So he takes his four canoes and within two years has a 30-gun warship, possibly the most heavily armed warship in the Bahamas at the time. All right. Um, they said he, ma- he, he made a... Sailing over to merchant ships, and he'd just, you know, say, hey, give me all your crap. He'd let everybody go because he didn't care, and he was just a badass. Um, He'd go in, he'd take all their shit, say, bring it to me. One time, his guys got all drunk. They lost all their stuff because sometimes that happens when you get drunk. Uh He had to go on, raid another ship, goes on. It's like, you know what? Everybody give me your hats and your belts. Gives them to his guys, and it's like, all right, I'm good. Keep your <laughs> shit. It goes. He's also been known to raid ships and just take the rum. Be like, look, I just need rum. Give me that. That sounds legit. You keep the rest of your shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then he'd go on. But actually, that was one of the things. Blackbeard got a little pissed off mm-hmm. and ended up moving on and being like, dude, you got to take all the shit. Uh-huh. And, you know. So anyway. All right. That's what I got on Pirates. Do you have another uh, thing on that list, or we're about good there? No, I think we're we're all set there. All right, so let me tell you about cocaine smuggling. All right, I love Apparently, I love some good cocaine. America smuggling has stories. problems with people smuggling cocaine across the border, is what I've come to recognize. All mm-hmm. right, so the one man, there were all kinds of good stuff. So they caught one girl had a seven pound statue. Of Jesus. Ah. Made out of cocaine. Religious girl. (laughs) Made out of cocaine. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't have caught it, but damn those dogs. Ah. Those dogs dogs always get you. Dude, the dogs all the time. Apparently, a big way to smuggle is fake fruit. They like to take jalapenos, stuff them with cocaine. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That only seems right. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like you're, you know. They had carrots, so they would take marijuana, 
wrap it in orange tape so it was shaped like a carrot or uh-huh. okay. other things. And they would stuff them in bags of carrots and throw them in the pile. But then the dogs would be like, yeah. It's, it's not all carrots. Tape, <laughs> and, you know, they'd go right through it. So then I had a woman had fake breast implants put in that were completely packed with cocaine. Nice, nice. See, you didn't even think of that. Now, I don't know I mean, that's the really cost bringing of it to breast the party. augmentation. Now, how do they, yeah, but how do they figure that one out? The dog's like barking at her boobs? I don't know. That seems like something else went wrong. Would you be like, like well, you hear somebody about the was sniffing coke pops. off my boobs last <laughs> night, and I don't know. I don't know. The silicone pops, maybe the cocaine pops. Uh, I found very confusing. Now, Mm -hmm. they also, in Thailand, caught a guy who would take um, the cocaine. He had a chemist who was able to make it into a cream. Doesn't sound that complicated as far as some of these stories I got for you. Mm -hmm. But made it into a cream. They put it into tubes. Now, this is really clever. They actually labeled the tubes gay sex lube. All right. (laughs) And then nice. they would take that through, and sure enough, the dogs were like, yeah, but... <laughs> the border security was like, I don't want no, any part of that. that I know that. See, they would be like, oh, gay sex. <laughs> if it was like butt lube, they'd be like, well, you know, but yeah. gay sex... Gay sex just, lube whoa. is different. I'm not fucking with so that. So nobody's touching that, right? Um, I think that takes us into submersibles. Oh, submarines. Well, I figure gay sex, submersible, okay. it, yeah. it ties. Mm-hmm. It could work there, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of that. Um, turns out there's such a high payday from smuggling cocaine that people are willing to risk, you know, their pedal submarines and uh-huh. that kind of thing. It turns out that's a, uh, a thing. Um, these tunnels, they're actually hiring engineers, paying them millions of dollars to make these tunnels you know, that run underneath the border and go from shop to shop. Um, they, uh, I don't know if you saw that show, Weeds. Yeah. And you remember they had that fancy tunnel. They're really elaborate, concrete walls, lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a guy, I think it was actually Pablo Escobar, had a, a tunnel that would f- flood with water. He could just hit a switch and it would fill it up with water and they could drain it out and right back to doing work and... It's amazing the elaborate lengths, you know, that they would go to. Um, also, people were known to uh, make catapults. Oh, and just fire them over? And just shoot it right over the wall. Um, that's been known to happen on our uh, Mexican border. Uh, another guy, uh, again, they hired a chemist because apparently you have money if you're doing cocaine. Right. And he actually uh, was able to work it out that they could make plastic out of cocaine. Mm-hmm. So he made a bunch of DVD cases. Nice. Now that's pretty elaborate. Going across the border, I got a bunch of DVDs. No problem. But it was a problem because the dogs were like, no, yeah. I love chewing on plastic shit. <laughs> and guess what? It didn't work out good. Um, we've all seen movies, plane drops, you know, they fly and they, uh-huh. they drop the... Um, Stuff there. Uh, what else I got? Uh, catapult, fake fruit. Um, yeah. No, that's basically it. Uh, now I saw a real winner here. Uh, when I was going through, um, Anton Banks. Tell me about uh, Anton Banks. He was arrested because he had a uh, codeine, which is not a serious crime. Okay. What got him in trouble was that when they arrested him, he thought like he could hide a little bit of cocaine in the waistband of his sweatpants. And they patted him down. They found it. So that gave him a strip search. And then they found the other bag of cocaine that he was hiding inside his foreskin. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how much cocaine you can hide there, but apparently it was enough Enough for prison. Enough to cause a problem. (laughs) You can't say that's for personal use? or Well, that was was going into prison, so... You're not allowed to smuggle cocaine in No. Jail. Apparently not. All no. right. But there's definitely a, a myriad of ways to smuggle things. Um, now, really, it gets a little bit difficult because uh, 
the people that are successfully smuggling things, you don't know how they're doing it. You only hear the stories about the people that get caught. I did hear one. Now here, I have a tip for you guys. Mm -hmm. All right. So apparently when it comes to smuggling people, Mm -hmm. um, guy was going to smuggle a a girl over the the Mexico-U.S. border. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, goes through, and they, they look in his car, and they don't see anything. And they're like, well, can I see your, your registration and insurance? I want to make sure you're going to be driving in America. Right. You know, things are up and up. So the guy opens the glove box, and the Border Patrol agent is like, wait a minute. Is that a girl stuffed in your glove box? Hola. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, no. If you're going to pull apart your whole dash mm-hmm. and fit a 135-pound woman inside your dash mm-hmm. and have her face stuffed in the glove box, <laughs> you wouldn't think to have your registration and insurance Ready? outside the glove box? <laughs> I feel like he just walked into that one. Uh-huh. Like, you go to all that trouble. Now, I did see some pictures of another guy who actually tried to Make himself into the car seat. Oh, I saw that picture. Yeah. Good it, stuff. It wasn't that believable. No. I had a uh, a friend of mine that I worked with when I lived in uh, San Diego. Okay. That uh, he was a on a working visa, and somebody had paid him to smuggle, smuggle them through the border in this trunk. Sure. And he goes through the border. You know, he was going through it every, you know, every week or something. No problems. Went right through, except, except. There's always the except. As they went through, the uh, the border patrol agent, you know, said, "Go ahead and banged on the the Gave trunk the of his car," tap. and uh, the guy in the back jumped, and he heard the bump inside the trunk, and so, yep, pulled him over and had three guys in there. Three. Yeah, three people, and uh, somehow this guy was still in the United States working with me. So I don't know what that, you know, I don't know if the penalties well, are really. It's third or fourth visit. Mm-hmm. I understand you can commit some crimes. They just send you home and then you just walk yeah, back. Yeah, you have to come back. But And, you know, they might catch you, but then they're like, look, try again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We'll look the other way. Now, maybe things are getting a little stricter. I don't know. I hear stories on TV, but. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Not buying it? Not buying it. All right. Now. Yes. When it comes to smuggling people. Now, you, you have more thoughts, okay? Well, I do have more thoughts in the sense that uh, there's a lot of places in the world where genocides are taking place. Sure. Um, where A lot of sex trafficking sex going Sex trafficking on. is going on. Um, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, a reason to smuggle know people. how to smuggle people, and there's a reason to know. Well, I got to say that dashboard one was pretty slick. I mean, you wouldn't think somebody's been hiding in he there. He would have been fine if he had He's that registration out. Pull that registration out. Why would you keep it in the glove box? Uh, and she's like, <laughs> it's just bad. But, um, yeah, I think that sort of stuff is uh, it's kind of a lost art. Yeah. And uh, I was actually on a, on a website. Uh, where this girl was just blatantly telling people how to smuggle drugs, you know, for small recreational use. Oh, sure. And there's all sorts of, uh, you know, comments on there about how ridiculous it was to have a website like this. But she was unabashed, you know, just uh, okay. put your ecstasy pills right in the uh, right in the bottom of your, uh, you know, Tylenol bottle. You know, put your uh, cocaine in your your uh, put your uh, cocaine in, in little baggies in the bottom of your baby powder bottle. Put your um, marijuana, just seal it up inside your panty liner, you know? So there's people doing it every day. Okay. You know, it's happening every day. I feel like there's dogs. There is dogs, but they are not searching for drugs. They're not searching for drugs on uh, planes. Oh, okay. They're only searching for bombs. That's. I was surprised. I was in, I don't even know what country. I want to say Turkey. Okay. And I was at the airport, and this was prior to Mm -hmm. 9-11. And freaking, you know, they have freaking, uh, you know, uh, whatever uh, um, kind of dogs. German Shepherds? German Shepherds, yeah, sure. German Shepherds all walking around. You couldn't go, you know, I mean, every single person they're walking up to. 
you know, all through right, the place. Searching the whole- and that dog's just sniffing like crazy. And there are probably 20 dogs and maybe 200 people in the building, uh-huh. you know? And they're just back and forth. And I'm like, whoa, a little crazy here, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And here we have, you know, all this going on and nothing. Yeah. Well, we have these machines mm, the, that are the unbeatable, the sniffer machines. Now, sniffer machines. I actually did get pulled out and busted on one of those sniffing machines okay. for having explosive on my hands. Oh, they did check I was not even that. flying. I was taking my son to fly. Okay. They pulled me into a separate room with my son. Body cavity search. Large, large <laughs> individuals cold with hands. latex gloves. Large cold hands. He told me that he was only going to touch my private areas with the back of his hand because somehow that's better. Yeah, sure. And, you know, I got I got all sorts of checked out. Checked out. And then he goes, you know, sometimes those machines mistake uh, shampoo on your hands for uh, explosives. Oh, how how much money did you spend on this machine that confuses <laughs> shampoo and explosives? So you know, take that with a grain of salt. Now, when it comes to smuggling weapons, apparently, smuggling weapons is um is only something you do over the border to Mexico, going to Mexico. Really? Because it's a lot cheaper and less expensive in the United States to get weapons and then take it to Mexico. Right. So I think Obama found that out the hard way. He did a lot of gun running. Now, I did have a friend of mine who was on a uh, a crime spree, and he was busted for smuggling drugs into Mexico, but not necessarily the way you would think. He he was on a crime spree. And uh, going across the country, and they got down to San Diego, and this, they had this shoebox full of uh, mescaline. Sure. So he said, hey, before we go down there, let's uh, let's just bury this in the desert over here, and then we'll come back and pick That's it up. smart. The other guy was like, nah, nah, nah. Don't even worry about it. Not a big deal. So they went through the border, no problem. They went down to Tijuana and got all fucked up, though, and when they were coming back, that's when they got searched. And they're like, no, seriously. We had these drugs when we went down there. <laughs> well, then. But yeah, that was that was prison time. That's prison? Well, that's prison time. Mescaline is not something that apparently is. No. They're all right with. All right. So there you have it. Um, What do we have to uh, tell these people about anything new going on in the world we need to update them? Well, apparently... um. Pedophiles are not getting elected in Alabama. Okay, Alabama, yeah. I am, now, I know I'll probably get a lot of flack from our listeners, but I am 100% certain that Roy Moore is a sex pervert. Yeah? He is a, he is a pedophile that likes to molest, molest young well, girls. I gotta say, he's definitely positive. not the best choice for a candidate. No. I, can, I think we can all agree on that. Now, if you are going to run for election as a U.S. state senator... okay. And you're going to molest the little girls. Alabama is probably the state to do it. But not quite this time. Not quite that. You know what? You have to have some charisma. 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 He didn't have it, but he did. Now, this is really what really pissed me off. Like, it just made me fucking angry. Sounds like you're he a little rode, hostile. He rode to the election uh, to cast his ballot on his fucking horse. Now, that doesn't bother me. That seems <laughs> That seems <laughs> That's legit. just manly. But his fucking horse's name is Sassy. <laughs> Somebody needs to slap this motherfucker in the mouth. You don't name oh, your horse Sassy good. and then ride around town on it? Or do you? <laughs> God damn, like the balls on this motherfucker naming his horse Sassy and then riding around on it. Ridiculous. That does sound a little ridiculous. Well, I'm sorry, it got me a little angry it when sounds, I read that. Sound a little agitated. Um uh Side of that, what else is what else is going on in the news? Not a whole lot right now. No, no, everyone's happy. They're working out tax bills and God knows what. Mm-hmm. Um, government spending our money like a drunken sailor, yeah, left and right. They're not even spending our money. They're spending. Turns out there's money, corrupt yeah. politicians. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard that. Yeah, that, that's going on. A couple yep. of them. And uh, yeah, that, that's about what we got in the world. Um, scandal in the FBI, uh, people thinking, oh, you know, they're colluding against the president now, and uh, who knows. So, you guys know we have an uh, awesome Facebook group. Yeah, I don't know if you want to talk Facebook about group. guns, man things. Horses named Sassy. Horses named Sassy, whatever. You want to know? 
We have the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slam prepping badass. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you've been there. Hopefully uh, maybe you head over to iTunes, leave a review. And you might also like to know that we have a website. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slam prepping badass, you'll realize that this, uh, this uh, podcast was very ad free. Ad free. So you might want to help donate and keep it that way. Keep it that way. If you like the, the random ad free episode, maybe uh, Patreon's the thing this is for like you. like NPR of podcasts, man. We're, we're really just giving back to the people. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's what it's all about here. Um, I may go back and redo some of the episodes and take out the songs. Okay. That are awesome at the end. You know, I know you guys appreciate that. If we want to be on Spotify, apparently they have to be podcast safe. Okay, what does that mean? That means you don't have songs in it, turns okay. out. And I'm like, damn it, there's like a hundred freaking episodes. I don't want to uh, edit all those. Well, you just got to take the last couple minutes out. I know, but it just sounds like, I don't it even sounds know. sounds like work. sounds like work. Um, you know, I got to say, if you're on Spotify, maybe you listen to iHeartRadio, maybe Apple iTunes. Well, if they're on Spotify, they're not listening to the podcast right now. <laughs> they don't even know. <laughs> oh, man. It's like a whole new market for us. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I could just chance it. I don't know. So all these things are on the table. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. If you guys want to get a hold of us and... uh you know, tell us your own uh, prepping badass stories um, at gmail.com. That's right. I all right. read I all the emails. I respond to Kevin the is uh, shit hot with the there emails. There are a lot of people. Now, I'm not pointing any fingers. Okay. You know who you are. There are some of you out there that are just legitimately crazy people. Well, yeah. I mean, that was a given. We knew <laughs> like, that I mean, going into this game. People. We knew so that going in. That's fine. That's fine. Send me your crazy emails. I love them. We love them. We read Might them even each read other. One. <laughs> we we <laughs> laugh. Uh, no, but most of the emails we get are are. No, we used to read our emails pretty... on the the podcast yeah. once or twice. Maybe we should pick out some of the craziest. You know what? Ones. I feel like if we mention it though, people will stop emailing. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, "Oh, he's just going to embarrass me." <laughs> now, the majority, the vast majority, of the the emails are are well thought out and intelligent. We get most of our most of our ideas for podcasts yes. from people emailing asking us to uh yes. look into certain topics for them. So uh, there was one uh, that's that's like like a, a brain worm that's just been working in my <laughs> head lately uh, about hydrogen uh fuel. Uh hydrogen and fuel. And I was talking sure. to somebody on an email. He says he's uh he says he's um working on building Building some uh, some equipment, some toys with uh, is this equipment hydrogen a hydrogen fuel? bomb? No, it's hydrogen fuel. Now, the reason we're not using hydrogen cars is because there was some fuel, kind of blimp no, back in the day. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's there was a big blimp. Safe. It's completely safe. Okay, but it costs about sixty-seven cents a mile, where gasoline cars are closer to eighteen, nineteen cents a mile. All right. But hydrazine lasts forever gasoline does not have that that does not have that property so i'm gonna have to look into this over the next uh, few weeks and see if i can figure something out um but yeah if you want to email us uh email us at prepper badass at gmail.com prepping badass prepping badass at gmail.com let us know your thoughts and uh um if you want to get some coffee, head over to uh, EDC Coffee. Oh, so this was ad free, and now you're well, like, "Well, no. I'm just saying you can get ten percent off." They didn't give us anything. That's us. true. We didn't get paid for we any got coffee. We have never been paid for mentioning EDC Coffee. So that's straight. That's an act of love, right yeah, there. We're doing this for you. All right, ten percent off. Uh, uh, now use, they got to uh, use a code. That, it's it's badass. The, yeah, badass right. in the code. Um, now Ace High Armory. Armory. Ace High Armory, he, uh, what's he got? He's got some, uh, you want to clean your guns? Mm-hmm. You want to oil them, lubricate them, keep them nice? You might want to use gay sex lube, but that'll really grease up your guns. It's right. not going to help. It gets sticky after sticky. a little while. You know, you actually need to use 
proper gun cleaning products. Mm-hmm. And you can find those proper gun cleaning products over at Ace High Armory. Um, he also has a code. Um, Prepper 15, right? Prepper 15. Try all capital letters, the uh, number 15. Get 15% off. 15% off. That sounds right. Should be easy to remember, right? Easy to remember. Uh, Spin eye blades. Oh, we are just we killing it. You're like, for dude, a minute. you're like, y'all, we don't have ads. We don't talk about <laughs> anybody. And then you're like, you know, let's milk this. Well, listen, Spin eye over on Facebook, he's got, he does custom built <clears throat> knives. Now, really quality stuff. I found a knife. I, I got a picture somewhere. It's on my, uh, my uh, computer here. I'll show it to you when we're done. And uh, it's called the Soul Carver. Ooh. And if you guys are like me, you're getting ads all the time from, uh, I don't know, some freaking company. I don't know. They, they send me all these things. And it's from somebody else. It's from one of them. It's uh, the one who's always got the things that say stack bodies, drink coffee, stack bodies. I have you no don't idea see what these the ads. Talking about. All right, I get these ads all yeah, the no. time. Um, okay. Apparently, I'm not the body so, stacking demographic. The I body stackers, they like they have this knife, the Soul Carver, and it's freaking. They had it on their website for like 490 bucks or something. Okay. And it says sold out. Now, did they have one? And know. somebody bought it. That's what I'm wondering. But either way, maybe. Uh, Seth needs to check this out. Maybe he wants to make one for the prepping badass community. <laughs> Soul Crusher. Soul Carver. Soul Carver. Now, I could send you some pictures if, you know, you want to work something out. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there might be a little knife shaping. We we could work something. I might be able to send you a blade or two in the mail. Maybe you make two. One for you, one for me. All right. Now I feel like we might just be rambling. We absolutely are. We absolutely. So with that, stay safe. We'll talk to you guys next week. Ooh.